It's a welcome to our health retreat. This is urgent care. <laughs> it what is sort of a health retreat. It is a, a retreat from health. <laughs> it, <laughs> um, perfect, perfect, perfect way to describe our show. That, of course, is my co-host, Mitra Johari, and I am... Jolkin Booster. Okay, thank God. I, I wasn't sure you were going to pick up what I was putting down. <laughs> well, I, I did. I did immediately. I understood, and then I got worried that I would find a way to mess it up. <laughs> so, all in the blink of an eye. All in the blink of an eye. Um, we are a retreat from your mental health, your physical <laughs> health, sometimes your spiritual health. Certainly, definitely your spiritual health. Um, what we are sort of on paper, though, is an advice podcast. Um, we wrote that down on a piece of paper and said, this is what we'd like to do. And Earwolf said, sure. Okay. <laughs> they said, okay, just okay. stop pitching stuff to us. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I mean, not untrue. <laughs> not untrue. The, what, what We do have to return for a second and say that the original name for this podcast was Dr. Asner's. Which and they, no one no. likes. No matter how many times we explain how funny it is. How, how amazing it is. How I thought that's how I knew that we would be a successful comedy partners. Because when I said, hey, I think we should call our podcast Dr. Asner's. And you responded so enthusiastically, so yeah. enthusiastically. Yeah. And, and then to, to hear back from Earwolf, a comedy network. And this is the other thing. Earwolf is like comedy, you know? It's like comedy. Is it comedy? Bang bang is on this. Yeah, thing? yeah. Comedy. We bang, did bang. comedy. Bang bang <laughs> in the Earwolf office <laughs> last Ho- year. Hollywood handbook. That's um, crazy of you. <laughs> I know. Listen, I I, I thought it was me- maybe some called something else. No, let's not um, talk about it anymore. <laughs> but they're they're into sort of out there comedy. They're into goofy ass humor. And they weren't into. But they're Dr. not into Doctor Ass humor. Doctor Ass humor. <laughs> yeah, that's okay though, because the rest of it we got we got to do, and now that is why we are here. And so yeah. today we will be receiving your calls and emails, begging, begging, On so sad, knees. begging us for advice. On our knees, sucking you off each individually, <laughs> sucking giving you, you off. amazing, amazing award-winning advice. Hey. Legally, we are allowed to say it is award winning. It is award winning. <laughs> Chelsea, any update on when the trophy's coming? No, they did call me and they were like, we don't normally do this. I didn't tell you guys this. They were like, we don't normally do this, but like, you can get a trophy if you want one. <laughs> oh. And of course, you said yes. Yes, I did say yes. And they yes. were like, pay for it. But they were like, you have to pay for it. And I was like, fine. I was like, that's too funny to like not. <laughs> I know I have to pay for it, um, but then I don't think they emailed me to to um, confirm that. We'll so. follow up. 
I should we follow, follow up on that. And I, <laughs> I, I me and Mitra will split split the bill on the on the trophy for sure. Yes, for sure. For and me. But the most yes, I'm gladly, gladly. And the most important thing is that I do not get one. Yeah. <laughs> everyone else, we need to get one for Ryan. Everyone else involved in the podcast, including every single one of our audience members, needs to get a trophy, and then every I'll be chef. the only one left in the world. Our yeah. world famous podcast. Someone said they were listening from Poland, which I thought was fun. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> Hello. Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> Hello to all our fans in Poland. Hello to all our fan in Poland. Our fan in Poland. Mitra, how the hell are you? Yeah. Um. Fine. Mm-mm. I had one of those weeks where I was so busy every day, but I don't really know what I did mm. during the day. Like every day ended and I went, oh, my God, like not a moment of rest. And then I go, but what happened? Um, so it's been like that. But um, it was kind of nice to have like an eventful week. Um as opposed to like the year of like staring at my dry erase board that I don't write on. So that's been, I guess that was fine. Um, I've been cooking a lot more and, and that baking. has been, and baking. And baking. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it. I did Sid Can Cook on Sunday, which was fun. It was like oh, three, three and a half hours long. <laughs> and I watched like almost all of it. It was incredible. She, I, that's Sydney Washington. Check oh out. Oh my God. Sid Can Cook is like kept me alive through quarantine. I feel like having something to look forward to every week. Just a charisma bomb. Just an atom bomb. And on the day that we record this, her birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to Sid. Yeah. Um. I don't think she listens. She's way too cool to listen to our podcast. Uh, we would need to check in with her if she did listen. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But other than that, not much to report. Uh, you can follow Sid at just Sid BW, I believe on Instagram and Twitter, but definitely mm. on Instagram. But yeah, she's so funny. Um, how are you? You know what? Um, I'm doing... Slightly better than last week. And I'm just going to... I was listening back to our our episode last week and I was so vague. And I don't actually think I need to be vague about this. Um, My dad is in the hospital with COVID and that's what I am dealing with right now. And it is hard and it is difficult, but it is not something that a lot of... I think a lot of people have probably dealt with this, a loved one in um, the ICU right now with this terrible disease. And it is scary and it is tough because obviously I can't be there. And it's bringing up a lot of fraught emotions about my relationship with my dad. Um, I immediately was like, um, when they, my mom told me, I was like, what have I accomplished? A podcast? That's it? You know? An award-winning podcast, by the way. Um, but it is, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough time. It's a tough time right now. Not super funny. Maybe I should cut, maybe we shouldn't talk about this. Maybe I should cut it out. Up to you. I mean, right. I... Yeah, we'll we'll revisit. But I, I also think it's like this is what everybody I mean, probably most people that are listening have been like impacted by this in one way or another. So I think Yeah. I don't know. So I'm just trying to um be present in my life right now and not act out. I'm acting out in, in all sorts of ways though. Um Do you wanna know how? Yes. Um well I decide. 
Um, I I have not gotten COVID this entire time, um, but I did go out and decide to get gonorrhea somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, absolutely. Like, that to me... Does yes. it absolutely track? You you found a way. <laughs> I found a way in the middle of a pandemic and still not like still somehow within like obviously not responsibly, but I'm I still don't have covid. Um but I do have gonorrhea. Um and that is and unfortunately the last time I announced I had gonorrhea on the podcat it was the holy trinity. It was throat throat butt and dick yes. um and this time it's only L- in one loyal place. listeners will know yeah loyal <laughs> listeners will remember when i had the holy trinity throat butt and dick this time only one place um so let's and fun. that that's a little mystery for the viewers yeah. i gotta i gotta leave the mystery to somebody so you know that's what i'm sort of dealing with right now is um my dad in the hospital and um contracting a sexually transmitted disease um, in the midst of a pandemic and I gotta tell you my doctor was so funny about it uh, <laughs> he is a, an amazing man um, and he said well you never know when someone will show up at your door needing a cup of sugar and that was his <laughs> response to me getting <laughs> incredible and and that's and i and i said yeah you're right and and you're right. we left it at that it's said, so Take true two of these and and call me in the morning you never know when someone will show up at your door <laughs> <laughs> wow that good doctor yeah he's a great doctor he made me he made me laugh he made me feel better and then gave me a shot in my ass that'll clear it all right up that's so funny <laughs> Like Sex in the City vibes. Yeah. <laughs> like some, that's like Samantha energy. And like I, I feel like I'm not often a like a mm, that's Samantha vibes, but it really feels like <laughs> kicking back a Cosmo or whatever. <laughs> kicking back a Cosmo. Yes, exactly that. Kicking back a Cosmo. Um, so yeah, that's that's what's going on with me in my life right now. Um, I feel um, okay about it. I feel okay about. All both of those things and um, you know we're just living living through it that's all you can do love you I love you <laughs> um, should we listen to an update yes we absolutely should and by listen to an update I mean listen to you read the update because we only have the one assignment vibes okay I guess I'll, I'm reading well I had already said listen <laughs> and it would be crazy of me to walk that back so true. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Um, oh, Dem She Moore and Ash Tim Kutch. And it's Ash Tim Kutch him. So this was, this was, <laughs> <laughs> this was our um, chef who um, had a boyfriend that was slightly younger than her, hence mm-hmm. the name. And um, he wanted one more year before they moved in together. And the year has now passed. And um, he still wants another year because of COVID. And um, she was wondering what to do about that. And this is a second opinion. Um, yes. From a listener. 
So, hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra, I have a second opinion for Dem She Moore and Ash Tim Kutch him. Actually, I believe, I want to say this person is wrong. It was Dem She Her and Ash Tim Kutch him. Yes, that's true. Let's Dem She Her and Ash Tim Kutch him. Listening to this email, I literally thought I had written it in and forgot about it because this is my exact situation a few months ago. My boyfriend and I did a compromise where I moved in with him and his friends for a year instead of just us. Working out great so far. Perhaps the situation could work for the caller as well. Love the pod. <laughs> not bisexual. Sorry. <laughs> Apology not accepted. <laughs> I love that. Love that. Um, I do love that. Yeah. I, I mean, it might it, it might not work for that specific situation, but what a lovely compromise. Yeah. It sounds fun. <laughs> you guys a girl in a pizza place. I love it. Um. Oh, and the, I know we um, we got a bunch of updates and suggestions about the Goodreads thing, uh, like the person who or not the Goodreads thing, the person who was having shame about reading. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to say there was someone I plugged Goodreads, which is owned by Amazon. And I didn't realize that there was a great black owned alternative called Storygraph that does a lot of the same things. And it lets you upload your Goodreads information to oh. its website. And I did that today. Um, and it's great. And I, I didn't know about that. And I was like, because I was like, even if there was an alternative to Goodreads, it's like, oh, I'm going to like do all this shit again. Like, I'm so lazy. I'm not going to yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it made it so easy. And I just thought it was so cool. So this person, Nadia, Odu Oduayo uh, made Storygraph, and it's really cool. Okay. Um, so I, I thought just you wanted were, to. I thought you were naming full naming the person who gave you the suggestion. No, I no. Like, no, interesting I just, choice. No, I was just like watching <laughs> interviews today and like reading about why Goodreads is a problem and all that shit, and um, just thought that was a cool suggestion yeah, that, that I'm now using. Um, so Story Builders, Storygraph. Okay, I don't know where I got that other. Story name Builders from. is like a production company, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, I think it's maybe one like affiliated with Big Mouth. Anyway, <laughs> and we laugh about that. Yeah, we <laughs> we are laughing about the production company. Um, okay, well, great. So um, those are updates. Should we take a little break and then answer some calls? Yeah, I love it when you bring us into a little break. You know, because that's what they are. They're just little tiny breaks. And it makes and, me feel so like dominant. Yeah. Ooh, yes, sir. Let's go to a break. <laughs> Doming Joel by taking us to the break. <laughs> let's ha- I, I, let's start having like a peppermint patty situ- <laughs> like relationship where I call you sir. <laughs> I'm sweating. We need to go to break. <laughs> And we're back. I hope you didn't fast forward through the ads, okay? Because they get they pay for those ads in good faith, okay? Expecting you to listen to them. And we put a lot of work into recording them too. <laughs> Why are you yes, laughing? Because I I keep getting the feedback that my ad reads sound sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> Because half the time I'm literally talking about something that they have sent me and I actively use and I like. <laughs> Even the way you just said that. I know. Made it sound sarcastic. I, know. I don't I'm, know. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't it's, get it. It's, it's wild because I would diagnose the problem with this podcast is that we are sometimes too earnest. Yeah. And yet you can't bring that energy to the ads. Even I'm just drinking water. Ads. It gives me life. <laughs> 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 Making fun of water. <laughs> Misha can't read ad copy. Um, and that's just that. That's all on that. <laughs> I like computers. They help me with a lot of stuff. <laughs> 
Okay. Should we move on? Yes. Let's do it before I cause any more damage. <laughs> okay. So we've got an email. Um, oh, I guess it's my turn. All right, Joel. I guess it's my turn. I'm putting my hand up and I'm saying, please let me do something for the podcast for once, Mitra. Thank you. This is Mary and Martha. Okay. Mary in the kitchen, cleaning, Martha just hanging with Jesus. Okay. And, and, And you need to be more like Martha. What's Martha? What is that? That is a famous biblical tale. Okay. Thank you. Two women. For my One. famous biblical, biblical tale is Mary and Charlinda. <laughs> <laughs> Charlinda? <laughs> cousin Charlinda. Cousin Charlinda. I don't know much about her. She's my cousin. She's lived with me for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> for, for those who are not part of the community, it is Salt Lake City, Real Housewife, Mary Cosby, and she's terrifying. Anyway. I actually think even sans context, people would laugh at that. <laughs> Who can say? (laughs) Who can say? All right. I'm going to read this before we descend anymore. Um, Dear Mitra and Joel. Mm, Okay. Sort of matter of fact. Thank you for a fun podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Why does that feel mean? I don't know. But it really does. Sounds like you guys are having fun. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, at least you guys are having fun with your little podcast. Thanks for a podcast where you seem to be enjoying yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) We are. I I discovered it a week ago and have been binge listening since. I'm so sorry. Um, (laughs) I am a straight woman, pronouns she, her, from the Netherlands. I am thrilled to tell you, though, that my brand new boyfriend is bisexual and also studying to become a chef. (laughs) Oh, my God. However, this is actually part of my problem. Namely, as my boyfriend is a part-time student, part-time employee, he has made it clear to me that his income is pretty low. I am working full time and therefore assuming that I make more money than he does. I pay for most of our dates. And although during this pandemic, this mostly means I pay for takeout food. I still spend a lot more money on our relationship. My boyfriend really appreciates me doing this. And to be honest, the excessive ways in which he is showing me his thankfulness are a bit annoying. Yet it kind of bothers me that that I do not know what the actual difference is between our wages. I feel like having a low or high income can in a way be subjective as some people can just get by easier with less money. This makes me doubt whether it might be more important for me than it is to him to spend money on having a fun time together. On the other hand, I am very much afraid that when I would know the difference between our wages, this will make our dates much more like business deal instead of treating each other on something nice. Since knowing the difference will make it possible to set a score. Should I let go of the numbers? Am I acting like a Dutch Scrooge? I really need your advice. Dutch Scrooge. Love that. Um, <sighs> so Ebenezer, 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 her splooge. <laughs> Ebenezer, her splooge. Okay. But is that where it ends? Yeah. Okay. Ebenezer, her splooge. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think, um, first of all, thanks for listening from the Netherlands. How cool. How cool. <laughs> I I think um you should definitely talk about the money at this if 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 it's something that is on your mind or like you, you can also just I, I don't know it's I think it's worth it to have a conversation about money and like what he feels comfortable spending on on a regular basis if if you feel resentment about spending more money on the relationship without actually knowing what the 
disparity is, then it's worth having a conversation because the resentment definitely won't go away with time. No, I think you need to prepare yourself, though, for every scenario of what this might be. And you think you really need to prepare yourself for what it would be if the number is higher than you expect and what it will be if the number is much lower than what you expect, because the, it either could be the option for you and either could. Uh, I, I think knowing how you're going to handle it is going to be key to this situation because I, I, I don't know what you're going to how it's going to change your at like I don't know if n- knowing this will make you feel better ultimately. well I feel like part of it is like what like the excessive like the excessive ways in which he's showing me his thankfulness are a bit annoying I feel like there's a situation where those things feel less annoying once you actually know that he has no fucking money like like right now it might feel annoying because it's like uh actually just pay me back bitch like i don't need a i don't need a massage i want like 30 dollars or whatever Mm -hmm. it is but if there's a world where you know that that is just not a possibility you might feel less irritated by spending the money because it's like i have been in situations with people who with partners or friends who make less money for me and it's like yeah i want us to have a great dinner and i know that uh if we want to go to the place we want to go to like they They'll have more fun if I just cover the check or vice versa. Like mm-hmm. they're, and I don't feel bad about that, but I, but it's because I have this, I have an understanding of what our differing situations are. And I think it, it will help at least. For sure. What happens though if he's making a lot more money than she a- assumes? If he's making like as much money as her or even close, then they, they need to just, start splitting or, or like you cover a meal, I'll cover a meal. And there needs to just be a conversation about that because it, he also might not know what she's making. And, and like, if, if he's making close to what she's making, then I, I don't, I think there's a world where like, if, if he was making as much money as her, he might have no idea but yeah. because she's working so many more hours than him. Yeah. So it it's worth. And I think they're wacky clarity. over there. Things are wacky in the Netherlands. You don't <laughs> know how much people are making as a part-time student. He might be getting paid to be a part-time student. I don't know their culture. <laughs> but I don't, don't think I don't think this person is being a Scrooge. I think this no. like it you can spend a lot of money on a partner over a, a long period of time and it and it doesn't it doesn't have to feel bad necessarily. Like it, I think like it or or you can take some of the negative feelings out of that. If 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 you're pay, if you're spending above your limit, then that's a different thing. But if it if it if it's really just knowing what he's making that will make it feel better for you, then why not just know that? Yeah, I'm I'm questioned though. I question if that will make her feel better because I just don't like. It feels like the resentment. It really needs. It's coming from a different place. I don't think it's just coming from not knowing. I think she's just getting tired of being the one who has to fit the bill. Uh, pay for the bill all the time and i think which that's, is fair it's a legitimate yeah it's a legitimate thing to be resentful for but so that i think that the conversation will probably need to be continue beyond hey let's talk let's be transparent about our wages totally i think it's like you know what expenses can he cover like what things are completely necessary to him and his life that maybe she's covering or something like that or or maybe it's like you know i we can cook six days a week and then I'm going to treat us to a fun dinner. And because I, I think like that's something that I can swing financially and I don't mind doing that. I don't want to do it four days a week anymore. That makes me feel bad. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think it, I agree with you, Joel. I think it will inevitably lead to more questions, but I, I think it doesn't have to be having different financial situations doesn't have to be a deal breaker. You just have to communicate. Absolutely. 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 You're so goddamn smart. <laughs> You're so goddamn smart, Mitra. <laughs> mm, thanks, You're like Joel. a book. Yeah, I've read one book so far this year. <laughs> Top of that patch. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. It is still sitting on my desk. It is on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Oh, my it's God. It's on the I'm, list I, on Storygraph. <laughs> I just got a tingle in my spine because we have a call. We have a call now. So psyched. Hello, adorable Mitra, lovely Joel, and sweet Chelsea. Um, okay. I just okay. saw an episode where you were saying people only ever give adjectives to Chelsea. So there you go. <laughs> yes. Um, I am calling because I'm 23 and I'm like giving up on love slash dating. Um, and I don't know if that's a good thing. I recently exited a relationship um, with my partner who I moved in with at the beginning of quarantine. Um, I, similar to Mitra, tend to only date guys in improv troops or musicians, so love to make <laughs> weird and poor dating choices. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just came out of this. Uh, my partner was <laughs> Very messy, very bad at communicating, has some commitment issues, like the whole nine yards. Um, it's been six months and I'm still super in love with him. Uh, a lot of my friends, when we left, broke this off, were, you know, very encouraging, but also kind of pointing out that it was coming very late after a series of things that should have already kind of ended that relationship. Um, other than him, I've dated someone that's else like had one other long-term relationship and dated around a bit um i'm queer so attracted to anyone and everybody and everybody um but yeah i don't know i just feel so hopeless at this point and at 23 i think dating should still be pretty fun and a fun process and like getting to know people and getting to know myself a little bit um and not so heartbreaking all the time because I feel pretty destroyed after this last relationship and I think about him a lot, even though I know it's probably best for my growth and me independently to like move on and be single and work on myself right now. Um, I'm cool with that at the moment, but I just have this like really building fear of getting intimate with anyone ever again. And I've been trying to date a little bit and COVID makes that really hard. And the fact that I hate Tinder and other dating apps makes that really hard. So yeah, I don't know. I guess just searching for a little bit of, advice and wisdom from people who have dated for a little bit longer than I have and I don't know or confirmation that it's never going to get better and I should definitely just go ahead and give up I don't know um I hope you're having a wonderful week and god I'd give anything for either of you to sit on my face honestly love y'all bye okay so she's similar to Mitra you know what I'm going to say Sheetra Joe Herhe. Finally. Sheetra Joe Herhe. <laughs> Joe Hershe. Sheetra Joe, Joe Hershe. Um, gorgeous. Honored. <laughs> Although this person did say that we've been dating a lot longer. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> yeah. Here's what I'll say about Sheetra. Um, I don't know what the question is here necessarily. Um, there's a lot to dig through in this situation. And I think... In terms of the the one concrete thing that she asked is if she should give up or not. It's like, babe, you know, 
You're 23. You sound very mature for your age, but at the same time, you have so much more life to live. You're, I'm almost 10 years older than you, and you've already had way more experience with long-term relationships than I ever have. Okay? So you should actually be giving me advice. <laughs> I think, like... I think six months after a long-term relationship, I know I say stuff like this a lot, but that's not really a long amount of time, especially in COVID when we don't have our normal Everything, things that we yeah, do. Is, like is compressed. So much of getting over someone is like doing fun shit with your friends and like just getting the fuck out of your room. And I obviously that is just not as accessible right now. Um, so I think don't beat yourself up about that, but it does sound like... Um, your partner, your previous partner kind of sucked as a partner based on the information you gave us. Messy, bad at communicating, all these things that you should have broken up with them over even before that. So I think when I when I found myself feeling really insecure about my choice to end a relationship, a huge thing was just having little reminders of the things that they did that um, made me feel bad because, of course, when you break up, you romanticize the person that you used to be with mm -hmm. a lot of the time. So I think that's a part of it. I will say I um, I desperately wanted to be in a relationship for most of my early 20s. And then around the time I turned 29, um, decided like you're deciding right now of I'm I'm giving up on love. I'm giving up on on having a relationship. And there's something freeing about that. But I think what I really have come to understand through therapy and through just living out the last couple of years of my life is that all I've done is not give up. I've just de-emphasized it in my life, which is a totally healthy thing to do. And I encourage you to do it, especially if you're in, during COVID times, especially if you're not into the swipe, swipe, swipe. Okay, if you're not swipe, swipe, swiping away and you're not one of the swipers, then absolutely it's fine for you to put yourself in a mindset where you're saying I'm de-emphasizing this part of my life for now. Yes. Um, but I would not uh, going apoplectic and just sort of going to the language of always and forever done giving up all of that stuff is not going to be a helpful mindset for you to be in right now. It's really hard not to think in those extremes right now. I feel that way about everything because like every day is such a, a horrible long journey mm -hmm. <laughs> in my room. And I think when I feel like I failed in COVID, it just feels so much bigger because there are less things to balance it out. Um, so I think um, like finding, yeah, finding like when you're focusing all of your energy on like, am I going to fall in love? Am I going to not right now? Like it's going to feel those not every day that you don't fall in love is going to feel like a big failure because there's not a lot of things surrounding it or like if you're not feeling like you're making positive movement forward and I think like being a little kinder to yourself about like the good things that you do every day and like the the things that uh, like the things that happen in a day that have nothing to do with that um I think like I don't know I can feel I'm I've learned to reassign some um self-worth outside of my relationships and that has been a really long difficult process to be like I'm I made an amazing cup today and that yeah. is involved in whether or not the day was a good day and it's not just like did I my main things are like like am I being am I being good daughter am I being good employee and like those are kind of the relationships that like haunt me and then if I 
it's nice to just have other things sprinkled in there. So <laughs> find a hobby, I guess is yeah. what I'm saying in a long, horrible way. But and and listen, I don't want to I don't want to harp too much on this. But you had to know that it was coming from two old fogies like us. But you're 23 <laughs> goddamn years old. And my life did not even get approach good until I was in my 30s. Okay. <laughs> like, so my advice to you is go to sleep for seven years. Just sleep. <laughs> Just sleep it off, babe. Because... Life, your life is, and, and I, and the thing is, is I just know that there's no way to internalize that because I wouldn't have internalized it at 23 either. But just, but just really trust me on this that your life is going to be so much bigger after A, the pandemic is done, and B, as you just grow and like become even like better as a person because, you know, 23 year olds are famously. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect in every way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and it's the a- men will get better. The men will get so much better after because I am. I assume your former partner is, is around your age and I, I guarantee you the men just get better and better. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> I mean, wit's getting better and better. That haircut. Oh, my God. I, I texted know. you about it. <laughs> I, how long did it take him to land on that haircut? Who knows? But get in on the ground floor like Mitra did and you get, get to reap the benefits of a fucking the, sexy ass haircut. Get in on the ground floor of a 29 year old. By the time they're 32, they're going to be fucking banging. <laughs> <laughs> it's an investment. Some people buy houses. Mitra bought wit. It's, wait, well, I said this to you, but it is very much it's GameStop. It's GameStop, what you did with Wit. Yeah, I know. And I think ditto with him, probably. <laughs> it's mutual, mutually GameStop. It's mutual GameStop. GameStop for GameStop. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, I, yeah. I hope we helped. I hope. I, I feel like all I actually wanted when like my last boyfriend I broke up was for people to be like, you're awesome. It's going to be okay. <laughs> and yeah. like, it is going to be okay. It's it. It's and it's okay that it feels like shit. And like yeah. I think just really actively put some energy into doing a couple things a day that don't feel like shit. Like you can't just wallow all the time. Um even though it is like fun to wallow <laughs> and it's a really easy time to wallow. Um wallowing like is a, like it's like coming sort of <laughs> like, really? like keep going well it's like you if you did it all the time <laughs> if, you're, if you're coming all the time you'd like pass out <laughs> or you die um oh, you can do it for extended no. long <laughs> you can do it as many times as you want but, it, but if, you're, you if you're in a constant you... state of coming all the time 20 if you had a 24 hour come sign me up blackout sign me up blood vessels popping Sign me up. Obviously, what I said wasn't exactly right, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I can't live in extremes. <laughs> I just wanted I just wanted to make sure that you I, didn't believe that if you had a multiple orgasms, you would die. I'm coming. Is that something that, that Wit told you? Yeah. Sorry, babe. Sure. If you have more than one, you die. <laughs> hey, if, if you come before I do, uh, you, you get, you're going to have a heart attack. <laughs> okay um we're gonna take a quick break um and when we come back we'll continue this sex ed
And we're back. I really regret what I said about coming, but I you know <laughs> you know what I was trying to yes, get. Yes, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, it's like orgasms. You shouldn't really have them. <laughs> um great. So we have what? Uh, an email. An email. Okay. I'll read it. Okay. Hi, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. Literally did, literally did a random draw to see who would go first. Love you both equally. I've been with my husband for over four years, but we didn't live together until we got married over the summer. Since then, I've noticed he's really forgetful with hygiene habits. He forgets to flush, forgets to wash his hands after peeing, forgets to brush his teeth. It is absolutely, it is absolutely disgusting, and I hate it so fucking much. <laughs> I talk to him about it all the time, but I feel like his mother, since asking, did you flush? Did you wash your hands? Did you brush your teeth? Is literally what a parent says to their five-year-old. He hates when I nag him about it and I hate when he doesn't do it. So I don't know what to do. Forgetting to flush his pee is one thing, but sometimes his breath is so bad. I cannot even be around him when he was talking. Don't worry. In these moments, I tell him to brush and he does, but it needs to not get to that point. I don't want to tear down his confidence, but I need him to know that he just needs to do these things and... Yeah, he just needs to do these things. How can I lovingly encourage him to prioritize his hygiene habits without being condescending or mean? Um, Cool. Yes. Oh, yeah, they're just so... P.S. I feel like I need to clarify. He just doesn't do these things consistently. He does do them. He probably brushes at least once a day and surprisingly has really great teeth and has never had a cavity. Oh, my God. That shit pisses me off. I brush my teeth so regularly and I have so... Whatever. Okay. Just FYI, I thought buying him a nice electric toothbrush would help. And so I bought him a Quip and he still uses his raggedy toothbrush in case you were going to suggest that. P.P.P.S. Please don't be too mean to him. He's such a great guy, but do drag him accordingly. (laughs) Okay, we can't drag him any more than you did, babe. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) There's people in Poland right now who knows your husband doesn't wash his fucking hands after he pees. (laughs) Okay, sweetheart. Hey, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What are we going to call this Mrs. Clean? Okay. Um, I mean. Pine salt. No. Okay. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Scrubbing bubbles. What? Say it. I just like was like making up a little character. <laughs> Windexia pledge. <laughs> Windexia pledge. Yes. Yes. Wait. Or Title yeah. F. Windexia it's a Velma Maximus vibe. Windexia pledge. <laughs> Windexia pledge. I love that. That's my drag name now. <laughs> Windexia pledge. Oh, this is good. <laughs> so stupid um this is tough this is tough because you're right asking someone repeatedly to do this kind of stuff is what parent does it feels Um, so bad it feels so bad i would say one time you know i had i struggled to remember to brush my teeth i also don't have many cavities um when i was in college i struggled to remember to brush my teeth and then one night i overheard two of my friends talking about how my breath smelled bad all the time (gasps) And I over and once you overhear someone talking about you that way, you I I gotta tell you, I have never not brushed since that night. Fuck. Just always, but, but always, always. And it haunts clearly me clearly doesn't care, which is amazing. I wonder if you sort of like maybe getting his parents involved is the thing to do. <laughs> maybe you actually do call his mother and and have a talk with the mom and get the mom involved. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, yeah. I, I. Well, here's my other question, though. 
Do you gotta wash your hands after you pee every time if you're just home? If you're just home? I'm home alone. Do I have to wash my hands after I pee? You do whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I personally do. <laughs> but why are you home? You're just home. Because I'm like probably getting piss on my hands when I wipe. <laughs> oh, I guess I don't have that problem. Um, yeah. It I mean, all ends up in the toilet. Maybe not. But I go, who wants to take that risk? There's got to be like a loose piss particle but that I don't even, feel. Even piss is is sort of like, it's just water. <laughs> It's just water you haven't met yet. (laughs) (laughs) A toilet full of piss is just a glass of water you haven't met yet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I guess you could put up like signs. It's just like so. Yeah, I was going to say post-its. Post-its is the big one for me. Um, I don't think it'll work, but you could definitely put up signs. Um... I don't know, maybe like go full, fully into treating him like a child, give him like a a star chart and be like, I'm not giving you fucking oral until you get five stars. Yeah, go full (laughs) Lysistrata Jones on this man. Um, I'm like, if he's acting like a baby, treat him like a baby, even though that's, but it's like so annoying. It is so not, you should, but it's like, remind him that it's not fucking sexy to say this. I don't know how she missed this in four years. How do you miss that in four years? I guess like the washing the hands thing is one thing, but the forgetting to brush and the like forgetting to flush, like, I I don't know. I guess the brushing the teeth thing is seems to be the most pressing urgent need here. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see it's like, you know, so much of like dating is out in the world and stuff. So forgetting to flush, I had, I don't know. I I'd, maybe, and I feel like you're on better behavior before you like lock it down. Yeah. It's like, I'm not leaving a loose turd in the toilet on a first date. <laughs> Maybe spray him down with Lysol. Um, every time you see him, not sort of like a dog, <laughs> you know, sort of like how dogs, you spray them with a spritz bottle or just a spritz bottle. Actually, maybe you just spray him with a spritz bottle. Every time you notice he doesn't wash his hands. How do you know that he's not washing his hands? Though? That's the other thing I want to know. They're covered in poop. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, is that chocolate? I mean, I no. guess she's like hearing that there's no water running or something like that. I don't know, but I, th- I honestly, I'm like, do the chart. Like, I'm if you if you want to lovingly encourage without being condescending or mean. Like, I do think the chart is condescending, but it's I feel me. like you're probably running out of shit to do. Like. I feel like, I don't know, there have been times when, like, I'm, like, particularly foul smelling and it'll be like, should we, like, take a shower? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, you mean, should I take a shower? (laughs) No. I don't mind. It's I'm like, I I clearly stink. (laughs) Why no? Do you shower every day? No. Not when I'm in. just (laughs) gasped. Not when I'm at home. No, I mean, I if I work if I'm working out regularly, I'm work I'm washing I'm like showering every day. But if I'm just sitting at home, I don't. I don't wash my hands, and you don't shower. I guess that's why I don't wash my hands because I'm showering more than you. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And you clearly like drink piss every day. Maybe that's why I'm breaking out. I'm touching my face. 
Because you're drinking so much piss. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, anything else? I don't know. Do the chart. (laughs) Do the chart, withhold sex, play him this podcast, honestly. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's his, that will be his version of overhearing two friends talk about how your breath stinks, is overhearing two podcast hosts talk about what a filthy fucking weirdo you are. Well, and it's like, it is all relative. Like, I don't think it's not, I, I think it's not gross to not be showering every day. This person thinks it's fine to brush once every day. And it, but it's about like your partner's comfort yeah. too. <laughs> like, yeah. no, I mean, once you, once you get married, there are concessions you have to make. And this is just one of them. Yeah. You're, if you want your partner to kiss you, you should have a mouth they want to kiss. And that varies from partner to partner. Maybe. You need to sit him down and say that, like, this is just untenable for life. And if he doesn't do it, you will divorce him. I think that I think you need to drop the D word. I feel like it's like it's like embarrassing to have to, like, beg your partner to do shit like like that, like over and over and over again. Um, It feels bad. But also if it's yellow, let it mellow. You know, that's true. I like. Save the environment. Like he's saving the environment. Yeah, keep the much, keep the piss in the toilet. Who cares? Turd. Yeah, let's get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, get that thing out of here. Get I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I need to rewatch that show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's all we got this week for you, honey. When Windexia. Windexia. Windexia Fledge. <laughs> Good right. luck. Well, <laughs> chart. good luck. Bye. Got okay. an email. Okay. Is it my turn or is it your turn? It's my turn, actually. Okay. So I'll read this one. It's sort Great. of appropriate looking at what the subject of it is. <laughs> A little on the nose this week, but here it goes. Hi, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel, love you both equally. I'm writing to you today about, you guessed it, gay sex. (laughs) I wanted to pick a topic for my first time writing in that was new and fresh, and I believe that gay sex definitely hasn't been talked about ad nauseum on the pod. (laughs) Okay, drag us. Wow. (laughs) I'm a gay man in my early 20s who has recently come to the conclusion that I am in fact hot. My journey with my self-confidence has been a long and hard one, but I definitely feel more confident than I ever have before. Congrats. However, I find that whenever I'm hooking up with someone, I can't silence this voice in the back of my head that keeps telling me, you're not doing this right. And I feel like I just second guess every decision I make during the hookup. As a result, I often find myself so lost in a spiral of negative thoughts that I just can't finish. How can I translate my newfound confidence into confidence during hookups? Essentially, I just want to come. Sorry if that last part was too forward, but hey... I could have asked about douching, so I guess be thankful that I didn't. Any advice you have would be greatly appreciated. Your pod is my favorite part of every Thursday. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, so cummy bear, cute. (laughs) He's a little Um, cummy bear, little cummy bear. I think, um, my first thought hearing this was like the it was interesting to me that it was about our. I think a huge part of it, like, is just, you know, this person wants to get out of their heads and, like, worry about, like, long enough for them to be able to come. And I think a a big part of it is just focus on what you're doing and how hot your partner is. Like, real, like, if there's a part of your partner's body that turns you on or, like, something they're doing that's really sexy to you, like, you can focus less about what you're doing and really, like, pay attention to what they're doing. Yeah, that's really good advice. I was also going to say ketamine. Um, (laughs) 
And this Fully is decisive. sort of episode one, <laughs> episode one vibes. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, I knew when you said that's good advice. I go, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, right bitch. <laughs> yeah, I would say, yeah, ketamine, alcohol, weed, GHB, <laughs> like anything to sort of take the edge off. That's sort of how I like to hook up. I mm-hmm. I actually just brought this up in therapy because I realized that I have not had sober sex in many moons. Um, and I think it is in part because of this very issue is that I cannot get out of my own way during sex if I'm thinking too much. Because my brain, my stupid brain gets in the way of my beautiful penis. Yeah. It's and hard. It's a big problem. I, I feel like there are also, this is like, uh, whatever, but there are so many great um, TikToks about like exercises you can do that sort of train your body on how to be like more relaxed during sex. I, a lot of them I've seen are for like people with vaginas because that's just my algorithm. But um, it it's like certain stretches and certain breathing techniques. And I, I feel like there are things you can do that like, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe um, if you spend enough hours a day on TikTok, you might land in that <laughs> section of the algorithm. But I think that's worth like a, a Google is just like, because it it's like it's it's getting your mind and your body together so if there are things you can do like maybe maybe trying those i don't know i i personally have like just sort of started to dive into those uh that area of tiktok but i thought it was really cool it's like a part because it was talking about how like a part of your trauma is stored in like that area of your body and yes. it's hard to release that tension. So here are some exercises you can do that will help you release that tension in that part of your body. That's how I refer to my asshole, my trauma. Get in, <laughs> get in there and lick my trauma. Lick my trauma. Get back there and lick my trauma. Is that where the gonorrhea is? Are you going to tell I, us? I'll, nev- I'll never tell. <laughs> I'll never tell. Um, I just figured if I came in. <laughs> I'd be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Um, you have to tell me if you're confused. Um, I'll tell you after the pod. Um, anyways, <laughs> I also think, and I can't believe I'm the one saying this, but um, sort of familiarity can sometimes breed com- comfort. Okay, and I think part of what you might be experiencing is like the first time jitters. And sometimes what happens is like if I'm having sex with someone more than once, which happens very rarely, it does get more comfortable as the days go on. And so maybe sort of narrowing your focus to a handful, a smattering of guys um, instead of the smorgasbord that you're partaking of currently would help you out a little bit. Um, in just like setting up some regular fuck buddies, but even fuck buddies can give you gonorrhea. So be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. Good luck. (laughs) Wow. Our last thing. Our last thing. Is a call. And a call that I loved so much. (laughs) Yes. So Chelsea, please play our last call. Uh, hi guys. I don't know how to address you without making it weird so hello to both of you i love you both equally uh, my issue is not pandemic related um my issue is that my therapist had a concussion um several months ago 
a lot has happened in my life since then, and I, I tried to give her some space, um, like, immediately after that, and then I feel like too much time has passed since that point. Like, we've had Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, like, so many holidays I could have reached out, and also just, like, so many events in my life where I should have reached out, and, like, now I feel like it's too late. So I'm just looking for advice on how to like reach back out to her and say that I'm ready to continue working together. Um, okay. Thanks. Any help is gratefully appreciated. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. So there's a bonk on the head. Okay. A concussion, um, sort of a gone girl vibe with this therapist, mm-hmm. a um, ghost. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved a, a ghost, a bonk in the head, a ghost, um, missing person. So, Lots of holidays. Oh, I've got a suggestion. Amnesia or something with amnesia. Yes. Amnesia. <laughs> amnesia. 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 Or amnesia. We, we don't know, but I choose your own adventure. But <laughs> so yeah, we don't know. Amnesia. Amnesia. Amnesia is funnier to say, I think. Amnesia. Amnesia. Leviosa. Amnesia. Leviosa. <laughs> Oh, gosh. A beautiful Chelsea Mitra collaboration. <laughs> it means nothing. <laughs> it means nothing like they all do. But sometimes they come, they sound like a first name, so you have to give them a last name. Yeah, <laughs> Leviosa. <laughs> um, so do we think this is the therapist version of the witness protection program? <laughs> what do you mean? Like the therapist didn't want contact anymore. They're like, uh, I had a concussion. And then you never hear from them again. <laughs> they're gone forever (laughs) no i actually think that this is the thing with therapists that i think a lot of us forget sometimes and i have to remind myself constantly with my own therapist is they work for you okay that is the relationship they Mm -hmm. you you are a client of theirs okay and so i think like you can reach out you can take as much time away as you want and then email and come back. Now, the therapist is well within their rights to say no, but mm-hmm. that's the worst thing that can happen in this situation is your therapist will say, actually, I don't remember who you are because I got bonked in the head. <laughs> I mean, I think that, yeah, I think that they're like, I definitely felt this way because of just how I react to authority figures is just like feeling like I was going to get in trouble if I like canceled therapy for a while or something like that. Or like I, you know, whatever it is, feeling like you have to like please your therapist, which is something I've talked about in therapy. And I think just fucking email them. They're, if anything, they just won't respond. And then you'll know it's time to go get a new therapist. Like, yeah, or they die. <laughs> but, or they die. And I oh hope that that's not what happened. Some, uh, somebody let them fall asleep. So, well, <laughs> I hope they're okay. Yeah, but... we, we ho- we're not. Listen, if it turns out that your therapist did die, for the reasons that we're so- oh my god <laughs> um please know please let us know so that we can retroactively remove this section of the podcast <laughs> so i can send 30 frantic emails to everyone at your begging them to remove it <laughs> which has happened um <laughs> yeah, the things the things that have been cut you guys would turn your hair white okay <laughs> would turn your hairs white every single one of them 
Um, yeah, but by all means, send an email. Um, Do you think okay. I'm going to get in trouble for saying that therapists work for me? No. It, okay, it's, good. No, I'm just like I'm just like picturing myself as like a therapist listening in the car and just swerving off the road. No, but it's that. a that's the relationship. It's like you're not supposed to know a bunch of shit about your therapist and help them with it. Yeah, like I actually wonder the fact that they even told you they had a concussion is sort of wild to me. I don't think my therapist would ever tell me if they were concussed. I think, I mean, I don't, I don't feel weirded out by that. I feel like, like, I know like tidbits about my therapist's life. Like I wouldn't want to know, like, I don't know, like concussion, like directly affects whether or not they can do their job. Like they're probably not able to do zoom or whatever shit. Um, in the Why immediate would a concussion aftermath. stop you from using zoom? Aren't you not supposed to look at your screens? I don't know. After a concussion? a concussion, I was asking a legitimate <laughs> question. It sounded really. Aggressive, I honestly don't but... know either, but I do think I do think you're not really supposed to be looking at like computers or TVs or. Doctor like, Chelsea is shaking her head. Yes, so she is. I trust Chelsea. I trust that medical opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and without further ado, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> But we are done. We are, I mean, yeah, we are done. Most of, are that was done. abrupt, but we are done. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it wasn't the way I wanted to end the podcast, but it was the appropriate thing to say, because what else is there to say? Is that but we're done. <laughs> so thank you for um, calling in. Thank you for your emails. Thanks thank you for, for listening. Emails. I'm sorry I didn't say anything funny today. You literally did. <laughs> no, I didn't. I wasn't funny today. I know there was a stretch where we were talking a lot about like piss and shit, and I, you know, you were knocking some stuff out of the park okay. back there. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I shouldn't um, be so hard on myself, and that's the lesson I'm taking away from this podcast. What are you? What lesson are you taking away from this podcast? Um, have more fun with the names. <laughs> <laughs> Once I once I realized I could just make up a first and last name. <laughs> yeah, it, this is really changing everything. This is going to be a different podcast. I don't think it'll be better, but it will be different. <laughs> it will be different. It's an, a new era, a new epoch of the podcast for us. Certainly. It's it's Velma Maxinista energy. Velma Maxinista energy, one of our faves. Um, so listen, if you like what you are hearing, please rate and review us on iTunes, five stars only, please. 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 And thanks for everybody who sends nice emails and stuff. I, yeah, we I, can't read them all on the pod. Yeah, it's, it's just like, not, it doesn't make for great content, but know that we read them and that we appreciate them. Yeah. Um, and if you want to be on the podcast, please email urgentcarepod at gmail.com or call 323-334-0371. Short and specific is the way to go. Um, and yeah, thank you, Chelsea. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, July. Thank you, everyone at Earwolf. And especially, 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 thank you, Misha. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Yes. <laughs>